Episode 29. It's too late to scrutinize. The Adventures of Lollygagging podcast. I like to stare, stare Josh yeah. right in the face when I say it super soulfully. So I want to talk about age today because it occurred to me when I was listening through our last podcast, Hubert's young. Right? I'm a young, and human, then yes. and then Lavinia's in her twenties because she was she's in her twenties and like twenty eight or something. Like that was it? No, it's early. Younger. So you're in your twenties and you were kind of flirting with an old man, and then I remembered that. And we, we all obviously we learned in the interrogation episode, was that episode 27, that Zafia's 16? Correct. And we learned that Erwin's 28. Yes. Okay. So Erwin is the oldest at 28, right? How, yeah, old, right? how old are you, Bear? 24. So this is a bunch of young, young people. Do we remember how old Bruno and Emily were? I mean, I have my thing right here. I'd ask, I'd ask Bruno, but he's got turkey leg in his mouth. Oh, I know he was corpulent. That's it. Yeah, he was corpulent, which he loved to talk about. Uh, she was in her early 20s as well, but she was like 20. Yeah. I would assume that he was the same age. So did you all just like roll young? No one yeah. did no yeah. one yeah. middle yeah. age or elderly? Yeah, we all wow. rolled young. Interesting. All of the freaking characters I've been rolling in these like streams I've been doing are all like middle age or elderly. I'm getting like two or three freaking distinguishing marks. I think it's just the universe telling me because I got a birthday coming in a couple weeks oh. and I expect gifts from everybody um, that's listening. So anyway, it's just rough. It's it's a rough one. Uh, it's not a good number. Uh, 23 is never a good number. <laughs> so, <laughs> But anyway, uh, welcome back. Uh, this is episode, I want to say 29, sounds about right. Um, we've got uh, got an interesting interesting little little episode uh we went outside uptown everyone kind of reunited after after being split up post apothecary and erwin and zofia and hubert spending some time in jail erwin and zofia being interrogated a little bit for some of their deeds questioning why they didn't come forward with some information here and there lavinia and bear were recuperating some from some injuries sustained uh, over the course of the past uh, week or two uh, and then uh, you guys, it was about a week off, basically. You guys spent almost about a week in jail, allowed, allowed Bear to recuperate, allowed Lavinia to spend some time with Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte hired Hubert to, you know, with with the promise of drugs to uh, to protect Lavinia to some degree. And then you all decided that the lead or the thread that you were going to follow, as you've been now unofficially, officially tasked with looking into this uh, this potential insurgency that might be brewing within within Verdum and on the ruin as a whole, you decided to to investigate the mine. Why why did you all decide with that? Because there was a couple other options that you could have done. Why why that one? Because when we were thrown in jail, the two wardens were talking about how they're like accused of something they didn't do. Right. So it was basically the three of you were kind of driven by Sonia and Gus. So you guys, yeah, you went out there. You, you took a little day trip. Uh, along the way, Bear, uh, Bear's spider senses were tingling, and he uncovered the cliff uh, from which he was thrown. And again, Chovy, as far as everyone knows, is just missing. There's no evidence to say he's living, no evidence to say he's dead. They're and just the, like little footprints of 
yeah. Gretel, but they disappeared. Yeah, it's true. And the video was uh, just fairly lackadaisical about the idea that he would have died for sure if he was yeah, thrown Yeah, Sylvia does not like me very much anymore. <laughs> it's fine. Well, the video is strangely pragmatic about life and death. And they're like, eh, people die, whatever. It it's happens. nature. Uh, okay. And so then we got down to the mine. You all spent uh, a little bit with uh, a bartender because uh, there was this sort of makeshift tent city that was set up uh, on the ridge overlooking the the mine operations. And again, there's multiple things going on below and there's all sorts of machinery set up and people working here and there. But you get hung around the little tent city where workers kind of go to to stay for the night and to blow off steam, those who aren't off shift and sent back to Verdum. And you spoke with a bartender. Did I ever give you his name? I couldn't find it. His name was Malone. Uh, so you got some information. So what did you learn from the bartender, uh, Malone, as we now know, and Oswald Asher, who you had some words with Lavinia? What did you all learn? Uh, I learned very many things. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sounds like one of my students when I ask them a question about the reading. Yeah. They're like, oh, I, I, read, I really like the reading. I it read was very, very enlightening. Very many words yeah. I read. Yeah. Yeah. That was um, interesting. That was really interesting. It was very engaging. How the writer wrote, wrote those words. things. Yeah. Like, the, oh, the descri- like, this is my favorite. This is what I get all the time. Some really good description. <laughs> I just want to be like, there's no description in that passage. Like, it was a... It was a research essay. It was academic. <laughs> no description. All of it was expert. Uh, so, we yeah. from Oswald that it was the guys in skull masks that took the saltpeter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that he was involved in the exchange. Right. So he was the large one facilitating this. Yeah, there was somebody that he was connected to. And he says he didn't know. He didn't have their, didn't have their faces, but he said they, they couldn't see who they were. Yeah. But they had kind of an animalistic look, like something that came up out of the grave. Yeah. It was, uh, I'm semi-paraphrasing there. And then you left him, right? Yes. Morning came. Yeah. Hubert's got some got some people who used to work with Hubert being a, a kind of a, a warden washout. Has some friends or people he knows. One of them wakes him up. Was Short, stocky window. guy. Looks like Dennis France from the early days of NYPD Blue. Uh, and, care, and, and, and kind of asks Hubert to come over and you, he leads you about 20, 30 minutes or so away from away from the main part of Tent City. And do you remember what you found? Yeah, it was the Asher guy strung up in a tree with his guts spilling out. Still haven't figured out how to not let people die yet. It's all right. It's all right. I mean, it was an NPC, so who cares? Right. I could just make up another one. The same guy? Oswald Asher the second. Kind of, <laughs> kind of not related, too, strangely enough. I think it would have been important if there was someone that maybe the warden captain could have talked to. Oswald Asher to Electric Boogaloo. So we're going to start there. And we're going to start with Hubert. So, Hubert, you're, it's early in the morning, somewhat overcast. You're underneath a canopy of trees that doesn't have a whole lot of leaves left on. Like, most of it's fallen. These needles are still kind of sticking there. And you're not really getting a lot of... Uh, a lot of bright light, so everything's kind of diffuse with this really depressing gray. And there's a handful of other people. There's you. There's the raven-haired, raven-eyed woman, Radina Engel, who is known to be the left hand of the governor, whereas Jonas Fair is the right. Slender, decently tall, and she's got a very stern look about her, and she's staring you in the face. You see a gnomish woman 
sitting on the ground crying and you see another warden who you don't recognize you maybe recognize face but never really worked in the same circles consoling her to some degree trying to to talk to her you see a pair of other wardens that are stomping around underneath where oswald is hanging from this tree and you have the man who came and got you in the morning uh, who you know uh, of of all the wardens that you've encountered probably known a little bit longer by the name of keon and as the two of you are looking at this and you you kind of feel your stomach churn a little bit and you turn away for a moment just just, just momentarily you come face to face with rodina who says I have some questions for you. I might have answers. And so as this is happening, you can see that it's like birds. They're starting to amass along the branch, these heavy black birds. And there's about four or five of them. And periodically you hear like a caw kind of come out from them. Uh, But otherwise, it's a fairly quiet morning in this, just the sobbing of this gnomish woman, the caw, and an occasional kind of whistle or gust of wind. She, Rodina, that is, says, I've heard reports that you spoke with Mr. Asher last evening, where you were seen in his company. Is this correct? Uh, yeah, it was nearby. My company didn't meet him last night. Well, I should offer you congratulations then. Well, it's possible you are one of the last to see this man alive. And there's a tone to how she says that. Very sober, but almost like you can feel a sense of accusation uh, kind of weighted on those words. You, th- you think I did it? No, 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 I have nothing to do with this. And then you see your friend, like the, the, the key, and kind of s- intersperse himself, this sh- stocky man between you, and he's just like, Hey, uh, Mr. Angle, uh, Hubert's a good one. Uh, I mean, good one might, might not be the proper, proper terminology, but he's... He's he's no he's no murderer. He's just he, 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 no. And so he, you see him trying to defend you, kind of bumbling in a way. Uh, but he's saying, no, there's no way he would do something like this. Uh, I was I saw him. I saw him leave last night with his friends, and and Oswald was still there, and just really defending as best he can. And she's like, be that as it may, you know the proper procedure for this. She starts to ask you just basic questions, just kind of filling out a timeline, so to speak, like. You know, how long were you there? Like, when did you arrive? How long would you say you were in proximity with him? Did you see anybody else approach him? And I'll just give her the basic. We were there for half an hour at most, maybe. And she says, hmm, interesting. And what was the nature of the business you had with him? Well, we wanted questions about the mine, or at least the party I was with wanted questions. What kind of questions? Uh, we wanted about Gus and Sonia, how, or why they've been locked up, sort of like that. You see, like, uh, like Ian kind of like, like looks up at you with kind of a confused face, like, are you back in the job? Oh no, I'm just a bodyguard in the party. They wanted questions about them. Now, now he's also kind of, kind of curious, like, what sort of questions? Oh, you know, uh, just what happened to them? Why, why are they locked up? And Rodina says, they were locked up because of the traitors to the monarchy. Now, the question I have is, you're here in their stead? You're here for them? Does that mean, by extension, you are as well a traitor to the monarchy? Again, she's like super cool and just like accusatory, like just kind of staring you down. No, no, not at all. 
I'm not associated with them at all. I'm just helping out this party. And then Kian's just like, all right, calm, calm down. You're taking this too far. What what kind of motive would he have for killing Oswald? That's just ridiculous. Now he's 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 had some problems, but it's not that bad. And she's like, oh, problems. What kind of problems have you had, Hubert? Oh, well, you know, I'm not ex, or I'm ex warden now. I, I don't really work for the monarch, but and yet you're here. I still follow it. So I'm still proud of it. Oh. And why aren't you a part? Of our great wardenship. Uh, I'm just not fit for the the duty anymore. She kind of eyes you up and down. What's your build type? I believe I'm frail. Are you really? Yeah, I'm frail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, slender. Slender. Okay, it's not. Yeah, it's actually a desirable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her forehead crinkles a little bit above her nose, and she's like, you "Seem pretty fit to me. Surely there must be some other reason." Uh, I'm not proud of it, but. It, what helps me feel. And she's like, I've got this strange look on her face. And again, Keon, like your arbiter, he's like your, he's like your union rep right now. <laughs> like you're being, you're being interrogated by IA or something. He's just like, he's like, I, I, okay, we've already gone over this. He's been punished for, for what he did. There's no reason to drag it up again. Just, just what kind of questions did, did, what kind of things did he say? If you're asking about Sonya and Gus, what, what, what would he say? Just, 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 he's got, he's got nothing to hide. And he just like kind of hits you in the, in the chest with a, an elbow. He's got nothing to hide. He's got nothing to hide, right? What are you about? Uh, right. Uh, we just want to know if they really didn't do what they, what said they did. And you're just here as a good Samaritan, just on your own, just. Uh, no, not on my own. Of course, there's a party with me. I, I'm a bodyguard for them. Hmm. Who's in this party of yours? Uh, Lavinia and. She like thinks a... for a second. You think maybe, like, just a look on her face, maybe she the name rings was, a bell. It's hard by Charlotte, you know, the apothecary. And she nods at that one, that one, yeah. she knows, like, eh, let's see. What interest was Charlotte have with Oswald in the mine? She's asking herself as much as she's asking, she's asking you. She's confused. Something's not adding up here. Oh, no, I don't think Charlotte had anything to do with the mines of the apothecary. And, and Kian's just kind of pulls you down a little bit. He's like, um, Hubert. You're not making this easy, mate. You're, you're all fidgety and... What, what am I supposed to say? She like, thinks oh, I did are it. You, are you clean? Uh, it's maybe a night, yeah. Okay. So, so and he's, this time he speaks up. So, uh, you were hired by Charlotte to come out here to ask about why Sonia and Gus were arrested. Oh, no, no. Uh, the party I was with, they were sent out here, or... Decided to investigate out of on behalf of sent by whom? Uh, Joseph. Uh, Jonas. Jonas. Yes. I'm gonna say that's what you said. <laughs> Jonas. <laughs> no. Uh, she's like, and then at the at the at the name that's a big name to throw around. Hmm. Fetch them with you. Oh yeah, sure, right away. Okay. So you go. I'll go back to the tent city and. Kian's Steve. like following you the whole time. He's like, hey, hey, wait, 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 and she's so like walking with you along uh-huh. the way. So. Listen, you can't, you can't use around her. She's got eyes. She sees everything. Right? She, you can't. You gotta, you gotta let it go. But she's at least for while you're around, she'll, she'll see you. She'll, she'll know. And it, and you, yours, you'll be guilty just for that. Just not even a little. I mean, she's not... no, no, man. You can't. You just can't. So, 
as you're walking, he's just kind of yeah, like it's kind of quiet for a little bit because you guys are like a half an hour walk back. He's like, I, I'm uh, I never got the chance to say, uh, you know, I just want to say I'm I'm sorry about what how it all went down. You know, I uh, I tried to uh, you know I spoke on your behalf, bro. You, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not your fault. Come on. Keon. No, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. It's some of my fault, you know? I mean, I was supposed to teach you, you know, how to do this and that, and, and maybe, you know, maybe... No, it, you're you know, a great mentor, Keon. I'm, I mean, I can't be that great. I mean, you're not even part of the, you know, the crew anymore now. You're, you're running around doing weird jobs, and for, for what? For, and he's like looking me up and down, for, well, I mean, what are you, are you getting paid for this at least? Uh, not monetary, but you know. He's just sort of shakes his head. You, you, but man, you, you're better than this. You're better than this, man. You can. You got so much potential. You're so young still. Listen, once this, this, you know, once this all shakes out, once you know, once winter passes, you know, I'll talk with Wilhelm's again. You know, he's he's a reasonable man. You know, I can. I'm sure. Tom's passed, right? You know, emotions have certainly settled. You know, I mean, I mean, no one died. No one important died. So, you know. Anyway, listen, just be careful around that one. And he kind of motions back. You guys are, you guys are out of earshot, clearly, at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, when she just stares me down, I, I don't know what to say. It's just... You and me both. You and me both. I'll just, uh, they say whatever goes, you know... Whatever goes in here, years. It's definitely, it's like going in the governess and you say the wrong thing and, you know, you never know. It's suddenly you're hanging from a tree or suddenly you're never seen again. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. Just, you know how things are, right? I mean, you, you know. Yeah. He's like, good lad, good lad. He just sort of like pats you on the shoulder a little bit, like reaches up. He's a little shorter than you, but how tall are you actually? I'm five. 11. Yeah, he's a little shorter yeah. than you. He's, he's got like, he's balding, got this big old droopy mustache, little brown, little, little tips of, of gray. And somehow, despite the cold, he looks like he's sweating, like perhaps just the walk or just like the nerves or whatever it might be. And just the guilt of just suddenly seeing you here. But eventually you make it back to the, to the camp. And at this point, the rest of you are like awake and kind of getting your breakfast and stuff. And maybe you're asking about where Hubert was and maybe the one of the other wardens would have said, oh, he'll, he'll be back. So at this point, yeah, you, you and Keon have returned mm. to the camp. Uh, guys, guys, um, you know the dwarf we spoke to, Lavinia, Lavinia was talking to. Oh, yes, Oswald? Oh, the drunk guy, yeah. Oh, yeah, something quite terrible happened to him. Is he still asleep Is at the bar? Oh, no, he's he's asleep, all right, but up in a tree. Oh. That's a dangerous place to be sleeping. Trust me. With his I've... guts. Uh, Spilling. He threw up? Like he barfed on the ground? That's not asleep, that's dead. You're saying he's dead? Kian's just like slugging his head down his feet, just shaking his head like, oh, I suppose we never got to that part of the chapters with how to inform people of like death and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. The rule book of the war. <laughs> Chapter 14. <laughs> but no, he mentions like how to inform people when someone's died. So he he's, he lets it spill. Oh dear! Uh, who who killed him? That's just terrible. Was it an animal, or was he just wandering he, around? He was up in a tree. How was he up in a tree? Oh, I think he was nailed up there. <gasps> I, I, 
So that's Dearest not an animal. Oswald. We can have this conversation on, on the way back, Ron. On the way, Ron, uh, 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 Ron. We have Ron to go where? look at the body. Where, where are we going? Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid there's. This is this is your entire party. Uh, this is all of them. Yeah. You're, you're all of interest in the investigation. Just Why? Uh, I might have told them we spoke to him. Well, well we, we did, did see everybody in the bar. Who's there? I would say that. How much you saw in the bar? No one was really. Everyone was sort of focused. You can try to do a scrutinized test later to see what you remember. But but he says he's he's like he puts his hands up. No 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 don't don't worry. Standard procedures. He wanted me to go to his tent with him. Maybe if I had gone, you'd be dead too. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree. We wouldn't want that to happen. Now, would that we? would have been awful. So uh, so at this point I. You where guys are, where are we going? And he's like, oh, it's this way, it's this way. And he's just leading you guys just, back. Just come here. with him. You can trust him. His name's Keon. You can, you can trust Mr. him. Mr. Keon. No, no, it's, it's just Keon. Just... Or officer, if you like. Officer, officer Keon. Keon. Yeah. This is terrible. Who are, Who wants us? And you know, by the way, that he used to not... He actually used to have a rank. And so the incident with you, mm-hmm. he lost that rank. I'm sorry. What was your question, Lavinia? Who who wants to speak with us? Ah, uh, it's um, it's Miss Angle. <gasps> Will you hold my hand? No, I don't think this appropriate. Um, Hubert. Will you hold <laughs> Sophia's hand? <laughs> my wait, hand. Wait. My hand's just fine. <laughs> very good. Thank well, you very much. Is there anyone that was on guard like last night, or do you guys have posts? Like why? And he looks at you with a little kind of annoyance. Like, We've got posts, mate. Were they questioned? Why are we questioned first? And it's Sophia. called a timeline, mate. <laughs> we don't. There's a man who's died. We're trying to figure out when that happened. Yes, Surely, it, like one of the guards would have saw him leave. His we don't tent. really know I how said, these things go. I wasn't accusing you. I'm just saying you've got questions oh, to ask. We've seen people nailed up on trees before. Those people are. You guys should like get out of this place. You see him. Looks at you when you say that. And he looks over at Hubert. Right. You guys saw people nailed up on trees? Oh, I, up at Afwin's Refuge. We told like, everyone in town. Everyone there. <laughs> oh, these, <gasps> oh it's a town meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> but don't they forget, were, this guy's not been in town, right? They so. were also telling about that there's human-sized rats. Right. That's, did you, oh, you, weren't at the, you weren't at the town meeting, but there's oh, lots of stuff that you, went down. Is this who you're getting your, your fixes from? Not from me. Fixes of what? My breakfast. Are you talking about my tea? He uh, he's just gonna go ahead and start walking a few <laughs> feet ahead of you all at this point. It's oh, like shaking his head, like like fixing his comb over from time to time, just like mumbling to himself. Like, what? What? Oh man! And he's, what did I? What did I do? I've I've ruined that boy's life. And then he just kind of keeps walking forward. So the the lady that's really mean and scary. That's the person who wants to talk to us. Oh, I heard she was very beautiful. I don't want to go there. Jeez. We should be very careful of how we speak because we have a tendency of saying things in the wrong way and causing more problems. So be very careful in the way that you say something. Wait, don't when have talk. you all... Oh, and then she looks at Bear and she goes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be mute. I'll be I'm not, not, I'm not saying to, to be mute. I'm saying to be careful because it is kind of... Uh, accusatory to assume that they haven't done something already with the guards before they came talk to us. I mean, they, I they haven't that even that part is fine. That doesn't necessarily mean that, I mean, this 
was found out before we woke up as they woke him up. So they, they've already done some things. They probably just know that we talked to him and everybody saw us talking to him. So Keon trudges back to the group, grabs Hubert fairly firmly by the arm and like trudges forward again, pulling you with him. Mm. He's like, mate, it sounds like they're trying to get this story straight. I didn't think you had anything to do with it. Is there something you've got to tell me right now? If I'm going to put my neck out for you, you got to be... No, 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 there's no way these guys did anything. He's just a drunk old man last night. They're talking like... I think they're always like this. <laughs> Just if you can make it through the winter, I'll get you. I'll talk to I'll talk to Wilhelms. He owes me a favor. Uh, it, it'll be fine. And then he's he's like, but seriously, it sounds like they're getting the story straight. Just tell the fucking truth. That's all you got to do. Right, like right. That, that's what I tell them. They were locked up once already. They're they're out now. If, what were they fucking locked up for, man? And Lavinia can hear him yelling. Yeah, at that um, point, he's like, Excuse me, I was not locked up for anything. What? I wasn't locked up. To clarify, now, Hubie was also locked up, I would like to say. What are you locked up for? That's why I said you need to be careful how you say things, is the way you say them. It, it's Please. a different story, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you after. Oh my god, so many fucking stories. If you, you just tell the truth, you don't gotta remember anything. God. We were cleared of all issues. And he just, he doesn't look comforted by that. Currently, <laughs> we are assisting Wilhelm. You're, you're assisting... Well, we're trying, but obviously, just talking to people, then the next morning they die. Which is... Starting to look a bit suspicious, don't you think? Well, I mean, apparently, wouldn't it have been worse if I went to bed with him and then we both die? <laughs> at least no one would suspect you at that point. Okay, possibly. Sometimes... It'd be a murder-suicide. <laughs> you know... <laughs> he looks, no. at him, looks at Hubert like, what the fuck? He like, just mouths like, what we the fuck? We didn't murder... Stop talking about murder. We did not kill anybody. And you at guys? that point... Uh, at that point, you you hear a couple footsteps, and you can see uh, stepping out from behind a tree, not quite all the way back to the crime scene. You see a slender woman, dark clothes, and she's got a dark, heavy, like, like half fur, some ruffled feathers here and there. Uh, and uh, you recognize her as Rodina. I do a little salute just on instinct. Okay, so does so does uh, old Keon, and she says, "Oh, so we're talking about murder." Well, we heard about the dead body. Hmm. What do you know of that? And she starts walking with a fairly quickened pace, as if she's expecting you all to match that pace. Yeah. In the same direction you were going, and she's still waiting for your your reply. And you can see that she's got like she's like decked out with swords and blades and stuff yeah. like everywhere. She's in the Lavinia. Pretty intimidating. As soon as she sees the body, <gasps> oh, sword! And she spins around, and looks at you. So you have feelings for the man. Well, we met him last night, and he was very nice, and we were talking and sharing beers at the bar. I see. And what were you talking about? Well, we were asking questions on behalf of uh, Wilhelm in assisting him. Um, We were inquiring about the salt beater, and then he informed us that he was helping to get uh, the salt beater stolen. Her head kind of... Turns at that point, she's interested. So you're getting a hard, she's very hard to read, but something you said certainly made her made her kind of interested. So I've heard that you uh, you are assisting Wilhelm's, and you are assisting Jonas Fair. Interesting. 
she looks at you all, and you do not look like an impressive group, just so you know. Fairly young, trotting around. One of you has got a bunch of bandages around your hand. Doesn't <laughs> probably probably can't go to the bathroom easily by himself uh, yet. It's still kind of awkward. And what particular skills or reasons why Mr. Wilhelm well, and Fur would enlist your help? Because of the situation we ended up in. It is kind of weird story. Yeah. So I met them in the forest, and then, then like we montage. Yeah, yeah. we <laughs> montage. Tell the whole story. <laughs> and then, and then she like jumps to the secret meeting, mm-hmm. and then she goes on to say, and then she went on about the attack, and I'm not too positive since I went blind and I almost died, but. Kian's like, secret fucking mate. What are you doing, man? You heard? You, I don't no, know he was much not. About this. He no wasn't idea. in the secret meeting. And then um, she goes. A lot of this is probably the first time yeah. you've heard it too. <laughs> yeah. Start to finish. And then she goes on to continue to say. And then, unfortunately, I do not know much about how it was decided upon, because it was between Erwin and Miss Sophia about what would happen, and. So they would have better answers for you. And you see a smile, like this little wry smile kind of come up on her face. She's like, well, since you have been enlisted to help, well, by all means, investigate. And she just like really mockingly, sarcastically throws her arm to the side, revealing the whole crime scene for you all to go right ahead. Go right ahead. Do whatever it is that you're so wonderfully good at. I'm going to and go She just over. Leans, against, leans against a tree. I'm going to go over and look at the body and see if I can determine like what kind of weapon. So it's hanging low enough that you can, you can probably reach out and grab a foot, but it's still up. Oh, it's still up. Yeah. How high is the tree? Uh, the tree is very, very tall, but the branch that it's tied from is somewhere around probably, uh, seven or eight yards up. And Lavinia goes over to her and she goes, I do not believe that they intended for us to overstep our bounds and get involved too far with warden business, but maybe ask more questions because I do not know how to to determine crime scenes. And she nods into the direction of where there is a warden man, like a, a warden figure who's got at this point kind of this cloak slash blanket around this gnomish woman who you saw when you were first here who's seemingly stopped crying and he, she's just like, waves in her direction as if she is just getting a kick out of everything that's happening right now. So Zofia's going to come up behind Erwin. And stab him in the back. <laughs> no, but Zofia is going to kind of loudly see if she can kind of accept the challenge. So she's going to go over to Erwin and, you know, kind of loudly say, okay, so remember when we were at Aethwin's Refuge and we saw that everyone there had been murdered and they'd been tied up in the trees? So does this look like that? So kind of kind of making this something that Keon she can hear. grabs Hubert and pulls him back. She's going to get you fucking killed, man. She's going to no. get you fucking killed. I just look at you confused. Whispers, just whispers this to you kind of quietly. Like, my... How do we have animal school? How heavy? No, it's just, this is just uh, Oswald. This how just heavy Oswald. does it look like he is? Uh, Oswald is a stocky dwarf, so... I would say you'd estimate maybe 180 pounds or so, maybe 200 at most. So I want to look at the ground and see if there's anything in particular that I can notice that's been like disturbed, like where he would have been laying down on the ground long enough 
for him to like been tied up and hoisted up because I find it hard to believe yeah. someone could lift a 185-pound person mm-hmm. into a tree and then tie them up. I feel like that they would have tied them up, gone up in the tree, and pulled them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so roll an awareness test at standard. Is anybody else doing anything? I'm going to re-roll that because I failed. recognize the lady, black lady, dark lady. She's not. She's got black hair. That's and a she's two. Dressed, oh. and she's dressed in black. So, so that's a success. She got, she got more like kind of pale skin. Uh, do you recognize her? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't see why you would. I'm sorry. What was the roll? I rolled a two, so it's a success. Uh, okay. So uh, as you're looking around, you see that there's a small pile of partially frozen entrails as some of his intestines have drooped down to the ground. There has been a snow overnight, and there's still light flurry happening periodically. Uh, happened yesterday during the day, happened last night, happening a little bit right now. So it's not heavy snow, but it's enough to kind of disturb. And so, and also there's a lot of footprints because there's been people walking all over this crime scene at this point. This ain't, this ain't CSI Miami. Uh, so it's hard to really discern that. However, as you start to examine the tree to see if your suspicions make sense like this doesn't make sense there's no way that this person could have like lifted them uh you notice two things you notice that the rope has been tied off like on another branch below as if maybe like you said that they were pulled up and then this rope was tied off and you can easily either untie it or just cut through the rope that might make him fall the other thing is you notice something carved into the tree trunk you have found a clue. Ooh. It's Oswald and Lavinia's name in a heart. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. It is a curse we've been bound for. So <laughs> while he's reading, you have found, and as maybe you call Bear over or somebody somebody else over. Well, and... she, she was there. I'll show it to her. Okay. Because she came up and she wanted to see if it was similar to something. And I'm like, well, this is similar to something we've you seen have, before. You have seen that symbol before. It is the same kind of circuitous snake-like Almost like a S and a J got married uh, with a couple cross hatching th- through it. And that you saw uh, in a rock edifice at the site where Gabriel was last known before he is disappearance or death. Was that part of the language or was it just a symbol? I don't remember. From what you understand, it is the language of the Umbat Nor, oh, yeah, yeah. which was. A ancient, well, not ancient, but a kingdom that inhabited the Blood Petal Forest, which is nowhere near here. It's across an ocean, and it is near where Oxitin is. And they haven't been known to be in existence for something like 900 years, 10,000 years or so. So, yeah, you've seen this before. You can, much like any clue, uh, you're capable of attempting a test if you want to look even more. And so if you would like, you can roll a routine scrutinized test. I would like to assist. Okay. You have to have a rank in scrutinize. Never mind. I don't think anyone has um, Okay, so then, so then you don't have to assist. You can literally roll on your own. Like if you want to, you can go up to the trunk and you can also roll. Okay. Yeah. You just, okay. That's a fail. Yeah. Anybody else helping out? Sophia, well. Also a fail, but I will use a fortune point. Thank you. 
How does Jeff already have two? Because I, I used, used one. one. Yeah. Pass. Okay. As you look at it really carefully, and it's makes sense that you would probably notice it because you were there at the site when you originally saw it. When you originally saw it on that place, it looked to have been there for a while, like this stone edifice here. It seems more hastily scrawn. And you can tell just by like the sapage coming out of the tree. This was done recently, like within the last couple hours. Like this was this was not this was not a site that somebody went to, like the other place, which was already established. Right. This was drawn, carved into this by somebody. Most likely whoever you know strung him up. So Sophia will kind of share that with and kind of whisper to him, is this information we should share with her when we're done we're supposed to investigate so uh, let's let me see what else we can figure out okay. uh i'm gonna see if i can gently lower the body to be respectful and not just cut it and have it fall to the ground sure uh go ahead and if you're doing this by yourself uh, i would like you to roll a challenging uh athletics test i can assist uh while they were looking at the tree i'll sneak off for a moment do you want to... to try to do this in a way where no one sees yeah, you? Yeah, nobody. Okay. okay. So roll a standard stealth test. It's secret. Just roll it like okay. standard. Uh, who is assisting in the... What's the number? Two. Okay, two. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia will assist her one. Okay. okay. That is a pass. Okay, so while you two and maybe Bear, who is maybe your supervising... Exactly like, yeah, pass. Yeah. And so then like... Lavinia is... is Maybe there as well. None of you notice that as you, you know, suddenly you hear Keon be like, Hubert, Hubert. And yeah, you made it away. Uh, I'm like mumbling myself as I walk away. What if I cut myself into, I've seen this before. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Then I'll take a moment and reach in my pouch for the Quicksilver. Okay. And I'll see if I take it or not. It's like, is there a test for that? You can, I mean, what do you want to do? Do you want to do like, do you want to just make this random or do you want to yeah, take make it random? Like I want to take it, but I like, so we can do one of two things. Yeah, yeah. We can literally just make it a flip of the coin or we can make it a resolve test. I can resolve. Okay. Try. So uh, we'll make this, uh, this is a fairly stressful situation mm -hmm. with what's going on. Uh, everything that you've heard, I'm going to make this hard. Negative 20. It's pretty stressful. Like you are in trouble. Uh, yeah, you heard a lot of weird stuff. Also, today. your friend's back, and that's maybe bringing back some memories that you've buried over the past few months or so. And yeah, thirty. I needed a thirty-one. So. Okay. So, Ooh. yeah, you just managed to steal yourself. Like here, take some breaths, and and at that point, maybe you hear, you hear, but don't see. Hubert, well, yeah, night. I quickly hurry him away the quicksilver back to my pouch just taking a breather and then i'll come back up right so then two of you walk back and he's he got he's kind of eyeing you up and down kind of taking a look at you a little suspicious but it doesn't say anything back at the tree uh you all passed so you managed to take your time it's a little bit more annoying to try to untie this this knot in the cold so at a certain point you just said you know, hell with it you just like hack through the rope but you're, but one of you is holding on to it, and then between the two of you, you slowly, slowly lower it. Bear is probably maybe there with one arm, kind of bracing a little bit as the the body lowers, and you lay it to the ground. I want to investigate the body and see if I can find out if it looks like that there was a multiple. There's just the one like he got stabbed, or if there's like a lot of 
like cuts and stuff all over it. So you have found a clue, a second clue. We're doing a full-on wow. murder investigation here. But you found you found the dead body of Oswald Osher. So as you look it over, you find that the body is hanging from a tree. It's about a half an hour walk away from the tents. Body is mo- is is fairly blue and cold. The face itself looks kind of bulging and distended. Uh, there are shit stains kind of down the trousers, and there's some blood that's stemming from a wound in the back. And then there is a large slash near his stomach from which the entrails have fallen. And if you would like to know more, uh, you can roll a challenging heel test. Flip to fail even. Like a bullet. Uh, does anyone have you? I, I know I that Lavinia, Lavinia has it. I'm going to say, Lavinia, what do you sure. think uh, does this? Now, with the body down, I would like everybody in the proximity at this point to go ahead and roll a resolve test. Uh, make it easy. Pass. Pass. Fail. Wow, I failed. Okay. Two of you that failed will take nine points of mental peril. And I take one corruption. Okay. To, to sort of look over the body and to do more than just the cursory examination, it will require a challenging heal test. To kind of look a little bit more in depth at these wounds, which are pre-mortem, post-mortem, that kind of thing. Okay. Pass. Okay. So as you're there, maybe you're directing them to kind of roll them, roll him over here and there. As you look, your eyes kind of settle in, especially on the mouth and on the face, and it looks very strange. And you can see that the tongue has been removed. Uh, and it is, as, as the body's down here closer, it starts to become a little bit more obvious that that bulging had something to do with the kind of the swelling from whatever trauma was causing the tongue to, to sort of be ripped out. But as you look a little bit more closely, judging just from your understanding of wounds and how certain circulation works, you're pretty confident that it was removed post-mortem. So that somebody killed him and then sort of remove removed the tongue after dying, which suggests that before he was strung up, he was dead. And so that being hung from this tree was more like a display or a message of some kind, as opposed to the being the thing that actually killed him which probably jives a little bit with what your theory was, Erwin, that somebody just sort of easily roped him up. Now, the knife wound in the back, as you rip the shirt open and look a little bit more closely, you can see that it's it's right near the spine, and you're pretty sure that this would have hobbled him. It wouldn't have killed him, but it would have hobbled him. It's right in the back. Uh, likely he might not have seen it coming, uh, and uh, and this definitely happened pre-mort, pre before his death. So it seems to suggest that he was killed or he was he was stabbed, perhaps taken elsewhere and etc. So Lavinia would share that all with you. So from the information we have then I would gather that he was stabbed unbeknownst to him and maybe he tried to get away or maybe no, he was dragged. This was the first wound. It would have paralyzed him. He would not have been able to. Then he would have taken here by whoever did this, uh, cut open and killed, put up in the tree. This, this is, m- mark this was is put. This is posed for a message. Yeah, 
this mark was left here saying who did it and not to talk because his tongue was cut out. And that's what happened. His tongue was cut out because he talked. Exactly. No one else. It's saying no one else to talk about what he was talking about. And as you two are talking, you hear like a little, little clap of the hands. And you look around and you can see that there's Rodina who is just walking into the little clearing area. She's like, excellent. Very impressive. And like there's a little bit of condescension in that, you would suggest. Like, yes. Very good work. Very good work indeed. Now, here's the question that I'm very interested in, and partially why you're here. You say, as you two definitely concluded, that he was killed because he talked. He was killed because he said something that he shouldn't, or he said something to someone that he shouldn't. Then your group was talking to him. What is it all that he said to you again? He said that he helped steal the saltpeter. Mm. And he left it out for someone that had a animal-like face and looked like they had come from the dead or something along those he lines. He said they looked like they came from a fresh grave. Yeah. And so, if it was indeed what he told you all that got him killed, then anybody who knew what it is he said to you would clearly be a suspect in his murder, would they not? That is a logical conclusion. And I can say that there are five people we know with great certainty heard what he said, the words that got him killed, and I'm looking at them right now. So you think that one of us is the person and not someone else who is in the bar? Until an alternative an alternative conclusion can be formed, you are my chief suspects. Would you allow us to inspect the mine and see if we can find out any more information about how uh, the, inf- the saltpeter was being stolen? Perhaps find the people who are still here, possibly still doing it? She sort of furrows her brow don't see what benefit going into the caves would have on this investigation. He wasn't killed in the caves, was he? No, but if... He wasn't in the caves when he told you about whatever it was that got him killed, was he? No. And yet you want to go into the caves. Very curious. I'm also disappointed, Mr. Ganser. I thought maybe your first step would be to try to figure out if perhaps anyone else overheard whatever it is that you spoke to him about. Do you recall anyone being there? Who was uh, who was not drinking? I think Bear was the only one who was actually drinking alcohol. I wasn't drinking. Yeah, I wasn't drinking. drinking and okay. Jerky. So the f- four of you that weren't drinking booze, go ahead and roll a scrutinized test. Challenging to try to see what you remember seeing the night before. Pass 16. Pass. Failed. Okay. Pass. So, we got three successes. Lavinia, you you were very busy talking with him. You were doing most of the talking. You weren't really scanning the room too much. You were being very flirtatious with him. Mm -hmm. And I would say that there was only one person outside of your party that kind of you remember sitting nearby 
And it was because this woman was staring, staring daggers at you. And it's the woman that the warden is currently consoling. It's this gnomish woman. And she's over about 20 yards away. She was the one who's been weeping here and there. Looks fairly young. Light brown skin. Almost looks like she's got a sunburn a little bit. She's got this like wild brown hair. And she's very, very sad, it seems. And she was... You remember when you were when they were pulling her down, she was kind of yelling, like almost like, "Be gentle, be gentle." Yeah. So when Rudina says that there's only five, Lavinia would kind of like cock her head to the side. Well, there's actually at least six. For when I was talking to Oswald, she and she points to that lady. See, I can be a little flirtatious, and she did not like me at all, and she. I could feel her dagger eyes pierce me as I was talking to Oswald. And as Lavinia like adds one to the total, Zofia, you you recall that there was somebody else who was nearby that had kind of an ugly ugly way about her. She looked very angry and mean and she's she was very easy to to notice cuz she was very ugly. Very ugly, almost like a, it's like a horse face, you know, like not not a particularly attractive female dwarf. What color hair? Um, good question. Does she have a beard? <laughs> she had some facial hair, yeah. Kind of blue black hair that she was sort of framing that face with that was partially tucked into her collar. Then that you think about it some more. It's a good thing you didn't drink last night. It's a good thing for you didn't drink last night. Very good thing. And then, Hubert, as you're listening to Lavinia share, like an add to the number, you uh, you remember something too, and it's because you were kind of looking, being a you know, slender man yourself. You're not you're not the biggest, and this this new man that you just met because you haven't known Bear for very long, and he's very big. Mm-hmm. And and you looked around, and there was only one person in that saloon underneath that tent. That was bigger. And it was a uh, really muscular-looking ogre that was sitting nearby. And it was really peculiar-looking because he almost looks uh, he almost looked like a ginger. Like, really pale skin and freckles and, like, this kind of weird reddish hair. And yeah, yeah, there's definitely more people in the bar. It was packed. And you definitely remember him kind of getting up and passing by the table kind of slowly from time to time. Yeah, we definitely didn't do it. There's, there's more people in the bar. And I'll just mention... Yeah, how could we do it? We don't even know where his tent is or where he's staying. We left the bar and he was still there. And then uh, Keon speaks up. And he's like, right, and um, and, and Evid was there too. I saw him. And, uh, I mean, he was getting ready to bring over uh, bring over uh, drinks to Oswald at one point. And uh, if, if it wasn't for this one, and he, and he kind of motions over towards Lavinia, he probably would have sat down. See, I mean, you know, you know, it's they're like wingmen for each other. You, you were there. I was there for a bit. Yeah, everyone goes and, there. And then you must have also saw the dwarven woman with kind of the bluish, dark hair and um, not not the not the prettiest of. Ah, uh, right, Poldy, horse face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, horse you, face. You said it, not me. 
I mean, it's in the book. It says horseface. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I thought about coming in and saying, I just, I don't know, I didn't know what to say to you, man. I was just, we didn't really end on great terms, and I was feeling pretty, and you seemed busy, so I just didn't want to interrupt, you know? I just, it's all. So. Clearly, we were, we were not the only people that heard this information. We have nothing to gain or lose by him sharing. Mm-hmm that information but there may be people here who would have had something to lose by that information being public and so she just kind of has this like wry smile and she's like i guess you know what to do then and she like turns around on the heels and like you see her, her kind of cloak spin away and she just walks away from you as if well now i guess you know something to do then don't you well, i guess we're free to go <laughs> i would Not say quite. i would say we have to solve this before we're free to go the lady who is glaring daggers at me she's still right over there it's uh, it's it's um, that's Vina. They were on again, off again, you know. Oh, is that why she didn't like I mean, me? she's he's got like thirty years on her. It's very awkward, but I don't know. But yeah, I mean, they were a thing, on again, off again, such and such. But Oswald wasn't really one to be tore down, as far as I know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, too soon. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my bad. <laughs> what was the name of the ogre? Oh, yeah. Which one? We got a couple. The, the ginger one. Oh, Brussels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a big, strong one. Uh, he's uh, He works down by uh, works down by the crane. Was he friends with Oswald? Did you know him at all? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I, I, I can't say oh, really interacted with him all that much, you know. I, I didn't actually work in the mall, so. Um, but I, I know certain people, because... I mean, we got to know who was supposed to keep an eye on who can come and go, and that they can't go. You know, they were all right. debtors and and whatnot. Sophia's going to try to get Irwin's attention. Um, are you uh, shooting a flare up in the sky, <laughs> or how are you? How are you trying of, to get his attention? Kind of walking around to where he is Paint and just sort of um, nudging him in the side. I'll, I'll look down right. and say, "What?" Um, so then I'll just. Um, <laughs> kind of nod my head over in the direction of Keon and, and I'll nod my head back and then I'll you know kind of raise my shoulders you know kind of raise my eyebrows kind of asking like should we tell him about so from perspective of us he he said that the warden came and got him or did he just come wake us up and not say I don't remember I, I don't understand who who got him specifically Keon came and got him so how do you know Hubert again you said you didn't end on very good terms. I, uh, I used to train him. Yeah, he's my mentor. I used, used to train me in the warden practice. I used to, I used to work in, in Verdamon wherever we got new ones, and I was one of those who you know, got them ready and situated for work in, in the ruin. That must have been pretty exciting to get to see all the new people and train them. Kind of shrugs like, if you think a life in education is excited, then <laughs> that's, that's funny because I'm an educator. Huh? Uh, so if you think uh, it's fun, I mean, it's fun. It's, I mean, How'd you end up out here? I uh, was asked to come. You mentioned something about um, when Hubert uh, got in trouble that somebody who is not important died, but I have a feeling that they might have been kind of important. I still don't really have more story to tell, ma'am. I'm, I'm and, and then she looks directly at Hubert. 
Sorry, man. I didn't know. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, he sort of realizes, like, ah, oh, shit. I, I didn't realize you didn't tell them anything. I, I didn't mean to get you. I mean, this. I am sure maybe you've already told Charlotte, but I was hoping maybe we could be friends enough by now that you would also tell me. I can tell you after this investigation. There's a lot going on right now. I don't know. If... Over dinner. <laughs> <laughs> when did Lavinia just become like? <laughs> I don't know. What's <laughs> going on? This is oh, how man. she handles. This stress. is how she exactly. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like part of her alignment. Just flirtatious. I feel like this is kind of how she's just always managed to like wander and get okay. through places. Is just be friendly mm-hmm. and then leave and then people die. But no, he uh, he just said it's not it's not my story. I'm sorry, Matt. I didn't mean to get into this. I, I, didn't. I am sorry to put you both in an awkward situation. And then she kind of looks over and you said her name was Mina. No, I, I said it was it was Vina. Vina. V. You want to talk to Vina Sofia? Wow, that's racist. <laughs> just because they know? share the same ancestry. Do we even know who found the body? Or no, no, no. That would be a good question to ask. Hey, uh, uh, do we know who found the body? Uh, it's, it's one of them. And he points over towards some of the other wardens that are at the scene. We do patrols, and as you said, we should. <laughs> and this is what we found. No, he heard you. Yeah, he heard you. I thought that was a bit rude. That's why I mentioned be careful how you speak. You have heard nothing, more and more stories about they just don't have... Like there's just there's not, not enough, enough people. There's just not enough to do everything they're supposed to do. I mean, that is why we are trying yep. to help. <laughs> That's quite literally why yeah. you guys otherwise it's like, why would they hire just a bunch of exactly? Yeah. I'm the weird lady who lives in the woods. It's just like you guys are already kind of in it, and you kind of convinced Jonas to like your your sad sack, incapable of doing anything. Story. You're just like, all right, here's your opportunity to do something. You know, so he is giving you an opportunity. That's what I was hoping for. Don't fail. I'm trying. So Lavinia, she just kind of, like you guys are still standing there, and she just kind of goes, walks right over. So I heard your name is Vino. And she looks up. And, and she kind of like crouches down next to you. I'm so sorry. How are you? And she, she's about to answer. like, um, so, And then she sees who you are. It's you, Aussie. I am not doing well, thank you. I am so sorry. Nobody, he did not tell me that he already had a beautiful lady in his life. Otherwise, I would not have. Roll a charm to make this routine. Okay. And we said charm? Uh, Charm's fine, yeah. That's what it sounds like you're doing. Pass. And she, like, she had a really angry look on her face once she saw who was talking to her. She kind of softened and she's like, "Uh, thank you. And, yeah, I suppose, I suppose Oswald, yeah, he doesn't really, she's like, it looks like she's trying to do some sort of internal calculus. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose we're not, you know, permanent or anything like that. And Right, so, anyway, thank you. I'm so sorry. Um, did you discover him like this? Oh, no, one of... One of the wardens did, and she's like looking around, trying to see if she sees the one. I, I don't, I don't know. And the other warden says, like that's the kind of there mm-hmm. who's been consoling her. He's like, um, yeah, I think it was. Uh, 
He's, he looks. He's looking around as well. And uh, no, I don't. I don't see her anymore. She's uh She must have gone back. Yeah. What so, was her name? I think that was Wola. Okay. And then Sylvania kind of thinks on it. And she goes, "Oh, it, it's terrible that they made you come see the body. I'm so sorry." Yeah. They just. They wanted a. They wanted a proper identification and such. Uh, I thought it was a bit odd that they couldn't just, you know, take him down first or something, but that that little bitch of a woman she she said she wanted to stay up there. She she had her reasons, she said. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then she like looks at the warden. Can does she have to stay here near the body? Could mm-hmm. I maybe walk her home? Uh yes, please. I've been telling her that she should leave, but I just wanted to see him one more. Can, can I go see him? Maybe we should hold the nicer memories of Oswald in your mind instead of this one. And she thinks about it for a moment. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe I don't need to see this. I think I, I think I will go back. I think I will. Okay, please let me walk you. Maybe I'll go pack up his things or... Yeah, um, yeah. I'll go pack up his things. Yeah, that's what I'll let's do. go. I'll go with you. She's now is not the time to be alone. You're very kind. I'm. I'm sorry that I thought about killing you last night. Did I mean, you? I mean, you know what I mean. I n- I understand. I, don't, I mean, it wasn't. I when wasn't s- literal. <laughs> I thought about setting your table on fire, but you know. <laughs> but I. I didn't. It was just thoughts. Oh, I understand. Do you? Yes. Well, and she like lets out like this, uh, like like this long sigh, like she's been holding. When you him. love someone, as sure as I'm sure you loved Oswald, I, I did. any woman, you want them to die. And she's like maybe eight years older, or so she's like she's still pretty young. Yeah. And the two of you start walking back. Sure. Is there anything you talk about on the? It's like a half an hour walk back. So if there's anything you want to ask her. Um, and what are the rest of you doing as well? Think about that while while Lavinia answers. Do you know about anybody who maybe would do this to Oswald? I mean, to be honest, I thought it was you. Everybody seemed to have thought it was us, but I have no ill will towards Sir Oswald. I was I was thinking if it was you, I'd I'd find you and you know burn you. But now, I mean. I know if it wasn't if it wasn't you, it could have been that that poldy woman. Who's, she's not she's not attractive like we are. Who's the poldy woman? Oh, she looks like a she horse. She sounds moldy. Yeah. Oh, that's a good nickname. We never thought of that one. And Lavinia kind of giggles, and she goes. Normally, we just call her horse face. Horse face. Is horse face poldy. Doesn't really have the kind of rhythm that moldy poldy has. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she's moldy. <laughs> I think I'm going to start you. Can I start using that Oh, one? yes. You can take that credit for I yourself. I'm going to take that. Yes. I don't need the credit. I just like the... She's like really sad. I just sort yeah. of like babbling. Yeah. <laughs> she, I mean, she looks sad. I mean, yeah. Whether you believe her or not, it's up to you. But she certainly looks sad. Do you... Where did you wind up working? Me? Oh, I... I cooked a bit for... From alone. And, and then I just... You know, I ran things. I was a runner. I wasn't any good in the mines, but but Oswald got me 
a position out here because he's you know he was very important he was yes that's what everybody he tells had me. all sorts of responsibilities and and they really really entrusted a lot of you know a lot of the the procedures down there that he says that he, he was very much in charge he was he was a very important person who were some of the people who he had to speak with most often well i mean he he reported to to gazella of course and he um i would say Everd and him were they worked together a lot mm-hmm. i mean i mean gazella he would have to he he used to stay up late having to write reports and deliver them to her you know she's in charge this gazella and Everd, um where do they work i'm obviously in the mine but when they are not there where are they normally at um gazella's she's this she oversees the whole site so she's in the she's in the big tent down down a ways and she just sort of like motions in a way that doesn't make any sense to you <laughs> relatively. But she just mentions like a really big tent. Yeah, okay. Uh, and so and that she's the site overseer. Um Everett, he um he works uh he works over by the uh by the wagons and, and such. Like when they they bring the some of the raw ores and everything up, he's the one who makes sure that it gets on organized oh. on the right and he used to handle the horses and, and things. To make sure that they, you know, the right loads and stuff. I I, I think. So. In trip. Oh no, it's it's Gisela trip. It's oh, m- oh, excuse me, sorry. So she like, are we near your tent or his tent? So we'll pause on that. What are the rest of you doing? I'm just trying to figure out how to get. I'm just gonna try and drag Sophia off away from everybody. So. Roll an attack. <laughs> uh, to get her to come with me away. What's going on? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Do, do either of you go with? Yeah, we'll come with. Uh, okay. You're investigating. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so when we're out of earshot of everyone. It's just the four of you. Yeah. Kian is like, we'll, we'll catch up later, mate. Right. And so he goes and works on something else. Do you, I look specifically at Sophia when I say this, I do you get the feeling that it, Keon knows more than what he's saying? Just, it's what my intuition is. You think old Keon knows what's going on? Well, he said that there was bad stuff between you. He was the one that came and got you. He didn't tell you to bring us. Um, and he was there and he didn't say anything until after we had thought about it. I find that kind of suspicious. No, no. There's nothing suspicious about him. He's, then he's trying to protect me. Tell us what was bad between you then. There's nothing bad between us. It's just a situation that we got ourselves into. Well, unless we know that situation and how it happened, he's very, very much my top suspect. Uh, all right, so I'll tell you if you can, if clears his name. I don't know if it'll clear his name. You should probably check with like the bartender to see who we went home with. See, like I don't. I wait, wait, wait! Check I want to hear this. Neighbors. Wait, wait! I want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Keon. He is my first instructor when I joined the wardens. He's taught me, you know, how to act, how to 
work how to fight stuff like that um he must be a good fighter you fight well yeah does uh, he <laughs> I don't really he, went, he went i feel like sharp yeah, but, but charlotte was kind of the mvp i think of that fight but <laughs> yeah that's fine go ahead go ahead i'm sorry for interrupting uh well you know i'm no longer with the wardens because well i i like learning them and things similar so how exactly does you liking some drugs get somebody killed? Oh yes. Uh how does that happen? It was all <laughs> Yes, a, how does that happen? Yeah. Like a drug deal <laughs> gone bad. Kind of. It was all it was all a blur, but it happened so fast and slow at the same time. Uh-huh. But we put on a job. I think my first guard duty. <laughs> and it was getting late, getting tired. It, Nothing much happening, really, just boring. And early in the week, I I got something, something I never heard of. This Quicksilver. I was told it'd make me more enhanced, more stronger, or something like that. And on this job, I I took it. But on the night I took it, something went down, and I was not prepared for it. So it like made you not pay attention. I I saw things like. I didn't know they were real oh, or not. Hallucinations, okay. What did yeah. you see? Oh, you know, strange figures floating around. I, I don't know. It's just weird, foggy mist. What did they look like? You have to understand that we've had a lot of weird things happen to us. And I'm sure that there's stories that if we shared you, it would be just as weird or odd. You did drugs too? I, I, just like figments of my imagination, I think. That nothing... How do you know? Where were you working? In town? In Probably Vernon? on the gates. How do you know this place is absolutely insane? How do you know that they weren't real? Probably likely that you were probably on the gates if you're doing guard duty, mm-hmm. like you said. That's really the only place yeah. guards are. And likely, I mean, with what you're saying, you probably let somebody out who shouldn't have gone out or something happened to them, maybe. Okay. How's that sound? Yeah, it's nice life. Okay. You son of a bitch. <laughs> that's good so we'll we'll say it's the we'll say it was the west gate though okay all right um yeah i I think someone in town got out they just wanted to leave for some reason and we let them go who who let them go uh i did just you no one else i had a partner maybe he was walked away for a second but it it wasn't kian wasn't with you no, he wasn't. All right, it was another trainee. His name was Asbel. So, so whose idea was it to let them out? You know that that's like one of the staple rules they say on the boat. You're not allowed out. It is right, true. right. Uh, it might have been me. I, I, I hardly recall. I, I was just in a daze. So maybe it wasn't actually you? Maybe someone just told it, told you that it was you? It's possible. But, yeah, old Keon has nothing to do with it. Well, he said that you ended on bad terms. It doesn't really tell me how you end on bad terms, you making a bad decision. To be fair, I've made plenty of those, not accusatory. Yeah, he, but that's kind of what we need is how why he thinks ended on bad blood, because he might have something against you. No, I, I think he just feels bad because he was training me, and he thinks my mistakes are reflected upon him, and... So just the, guilty of my choices or something. So did the person that you let out get killed? Yeah, a whole situation went down and those people went missing. Yeah. So they went missing or they got killed? Missing, killed. It's two sides of the same coin. 
I mean, you can look at it that way, but that's not true. Especially considering that we had Bear taken outside of town. And he almost died and he got thrown off a cliff by some people who are crazy and want to bring down the monarchy. So it's kind of important to know if they went missing or if they were killed. And also, I'm not sure if we've kind of told you this, but we're here investigating somebody who has gone missing. And some people try to say he was killed, except his body was never found. So it's exactly what we're here to and look into. we found significant evidence to say he's not dead. It's, it's just too much right now. I don't know. It's all kind of jumbling together. Well, you should think about it. Think of any reason why he thinks that you ended on bad terms. Did he get in trouble for the decision you made? Like, how does your decision impact him at all? You do know he was demoted. Likely it was along the lines of he, sh- he might have sh- should have been there. Okay, or, yeah. or maybe he just feels guilty that he didn't see the signs of, you know, potential drug use and you're mm-hmm. maybe you yeah. being overstressed, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, up until this point, uh, he was a, he did have high rank, but as I think maybe he didn't see the signs of me being stressed and using and he couldn't help me in time. So he got demoted because of a decision you made and possibly the other person you were with uh, let someone out. Maybe they knew why they were letting them out. Maybe he knows why. And he was going to rope you into that. And you, since you got kicked out of the wardens, you kind of got saved because he wasn't able to get you in on the whole bring down the monarchy thing. There are wardens involved, you know. That's how he got out and got thrown off the cliff. His wardens let them take him out. Yes, it is a very sketchy situation, but... Uh, Where did you get the Quicksilver? Anybody who... Who can I mean, do alchemy can make are, it. Are so. you looking to use? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking to figure out maybe they messed with it and that's how they kind of convinced you that you made the bad decision over seeing things. It was just some random guy I ran by. He he's offered me some, you know. You can get it anywhere. It's not that easy to make. I'm not I'm not an expert, but I, I've been I'm not an some expert either. I don't know how to make it. I just I just get it. You can't get it everywhere. There's a there's a Win Dixie. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I would say, is there anything else you're gonna do in this interrogation? Uh I th- I think that I got my point across. Do you do you have anything else? I was really just wondering if you were comfortable with us kind of talking to Keon a little bit more about some of the patterns. But I take it no. So that's fine. All right, so we're gonna cut back. And you have arrived at Oswald's tent. Okay. The, the four of them not with you. It's just you and Vino. Yeah, y'all didn't realize I left. If she was the murderer, she could have killed you this whole way. She could have. You turn around and you see that your some of your robes are on fire. <laughs> All right. So yes, she's like, yeah, this this was this was his tent. We've we had some good times here. I don't know if I can go inside. It's modest size, nothing yeah. special. Looking around. You really see, he doesn't even have a fire. Like, there's no real fire pit or anything out here. Doesn't really nothing that looks like recent. Like there was a recent fire or anything. Just sort of, there's a couple other tents nearby as well. Is there anything that I should grab for you from inside? Um, there's a there's a little trinket, little trinket. It's got a couple insignias, and she sort of describes it to you. And it's called a hammer, and it's called a skinning knife. It's the 
it's just it's just a belief we shared that's all okay i will go look one moment she uh thank thank you i just i don't know if i can if, if there's if there's blood and and such in there just tell me so i don't i know not to go in okay so you go inside and as you step in you see a small but relatively comfortable tent this is a clue oh yes it is his tent is small but comfortable, a bedroll with multiple blankets, a footlocker with three changes of clothes, and a small cooking pot are the largest items. A few smaller trinkets and tools, including a holy symbol, rest in the footlocker. The bed does not appear to have been recently slept in, suggesting Oswald never made it back to his tent the night he was murdered. Um, it seems very clear that this is this is not where he was killed. He was killed, yeah. Um, Lavinia will um, like pick up... Is the footlocker locked? So no, you can no, you can easily yeah, flip it I'll open, kind of go through it. There's clothes, there's a pot, there's a couple trinkets and tools and things like that. Nothing suspicious. You you kind of track down the. Were any of the trinkets the one that she was looking yes. for? Okay, yes. so I'll make sure I I grab the trinkets. Maybe I'll just grab the whole locker. So it's kind of heavy. You probably oh don't, is it yeah. okay? So then... you uh you can go ahead if you want. You can make a folklore test uh, at easy to identify this little trinket. Ooh, pass. Okay, so it's it's not a deity so much as it is a sort of superstitious belief in a way that a lot of like laborers and craftsmen and stuff like artisans, there's just sort of like a, a labor trinity, like specific people that they just sort of not pray to, but just like kind of knock on wood type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, they just kind of call it that. It's nothing suspicious. I mean, you've probably seen it before. Just walking through cra- Crafter's Row, a lot of people just hang it in their, you know, hang it in their okay. shops just as sort of like for good luck. Uh, so it's like the, the the carver, the mason, and the smith, and okay. stuff like that. So you can go ahead and also, if you want, um, with clues, you get to do an extra little test to see if there's maybe something more you notice besides what's obvious. Okay. So if you would like, you can choose awareness or scrutinize. What would you what would you prefer? Um, I don't have a point either, so okay. I'll just it's gonna be a hard test. Okay. Ooh, um, I want to use a fortune point. Okay, great. Okay, I didn't. Okay, so uh, no, you don't. Yeah, you kind of look around, and you're already a little disappointed. You feel like you maybe would have, you're like hoping maybe that there's mm-hmm. there would have been something more obvious. But as you rumble, you know, kind of rummage through it, kind of throwing some stuff here and there, grabbing a shirt, a few other things. As you're holding on to the footlocker, you notice it kind of like tilts. You ever, ever like try to move a chair where one of the legs is just a little bit shorter than the others yeah you're kind of getting that little feeling from the footlocker well then you will try and try and move it to see what's up with underneath it so you drag it and you can see like the whole the whole tent inside of the tent is covered in canvas there's like a canvas Uh floor so that you're not on the dirt and stuff and you can see that it's a little bumpy here and there and you pull pull it back and it looks as though the space underneath where his footlocker was Uh is a bit disturbed like meaning it's it's a little looser than you've seen, as if maybe something might be down there. So, did he have anything sharp in the footlocker? Mm, I mean, there's some basic tools and things, but most of them are like mining equipment here and there. Okay, like so... A chisel here or there, stuff like that. She has um, a small shiv mm-hmm. that she'll use to cut it open through the canvas and see what's underneath. Okay, so you spend a few minutes. Go ahead and take... Five points of physical peril as the ground is quite cold and kind of like, I know you're stabbing it, it's still kind of getting in your fingernails and stuff. And, okay. But eventually you dig up what looks to be 
a canvas sack, okay. relatively small. Something's inside of it. I uh, shall open it. So you open up the sack, reach in, and you feel a book. As you pull it out, you can see that it's well-worn. Certainly, it's it's seen some better days. The kind of leather covering to it has definitely indicated that this has been read and opened and carried. And as you pull pull the book open, you look at the early pages, and you can see that it's the title, The Endless Rain by Emery Downs. Thank you.